welcome to the table for the last time this summer. I, I know people say it all the time, but this summer really did go by quickly. I had these really great plans about fun episodes I thought I would do over the summer. And in the end, I, I just needed to rest and spend time with my family. Uh, my boys are home for the summer and I, yeah, we were busy and there were times I just wanted to spend time with them. And so I made that decision. So uh, I hope you did enjoy the couple of episodes that were released this summer or re-released this summer. At the beginning of August, I had an opportunity, I've still been doing some things with the podcast. And at the beginning of August, I had the opportunity to go to the Stories Foundation's Superhero 5K. And my intention in going there was to be able to talk to people and interview people about, you know, how do you get involved in the fight against human trafficking? And, I, you know, once you put a, a microphone in front of somebody, they some, some people just kind of clam up. And so there were people there that I knew who I, I had a couple of people sit down and talk with me about how they've entered into the fight or a little bit more about what Stories is, Stories Foundation is doing. and But I wasn't able to get as many people to talk to me as I wanted to, which I understand that uh, not everybody's extroverted and wants to be in a podcast and think that's fun, which is fine. I mean, I'm an extrovert and I love those kinds of things. So sometimes it makes it hard harder for me to understand, but I appreciate that people felt like they could say no. And I respect that. But it made me a little difficult when I was trying to pull together an episode. So today's going to be a little bit shorter of an episode since I was only able to talk to a couple of people. But it was just really good to hear, you know, how people are stepping toward the fight and just those initial steps. Because when you first start not turning away from conversations about human trafficking, once you stop turning away from seeing and hearing what's happening and start to suffer with a little bit or allow yourself to hurt for people that are enslaved, it's, it, it's, it can feel overwhelming to know what the next step should be. And so I was able to talk to a couple of people who are taking really practical steps toward the fight and toward understanding more about human trafficking. And and then the one conversation I had was with the manager of the Stories Truck Foundation, Story, I'm sorry, Stories Foundation's Freedom Truck. And it is here in the Twin Cities. And they go around to spread awareness about human trafficking and also to raise money that's going into a grant that then they'll use to award to organizations that are fighting human trafficking. And they have some really exciting things that are going on right now. Opportunities for them to work with another local organization in the, the recovery and the restoration of women and men, I think, maybe just women, I'm not sure, who are coming out of human trafficking. And they have this, the, the dream for stories has always been to have a cafe. And the food truck was a step toward that. Serving good food and food that they would want to eat and making money to then be able to turn profits to then turn around and help in the fight against human trafficking. And they have 
made an offer on a place and are asking people to pray for them. So if you're the praying sort, if you would pray for the the financing and all the things that need to come together for Stories Foundation, I would appreciate it. I know Stephanie Page and her whole team would appreciate it. And then maybe we'll get to see how God moves in this. And yeah, so this is going to be my last episode of the summer. And pretty soon, the first within the first couple weeks of September, we'll be launching season two of Retreat House Podcast, which feels crazy since I started it as, as a whim, but I have loved it and am so excited about bringing another season to you and hearing more stories from people and really stepping toward the whole reason for Retreat House, which is to recognize that we're all created in God's image and sit at the table together and hear each other's stories so we can learn more about ourselves, learn more about the world, and learn more about God. And so thank you so much for those of you who have been listening and who are just joining. And please join me for season two. Go and subscribe and uh, leave a review. And then you can uh, Retreat House podcast is on Facebook and Twitter. I think we're on Twitter and Instagram. You can also follow me, Angie Smith MN, in those places uh, to hear more about what's happening. So yeah, there's, I've got some fun things, some fun ideas for another podcast too. So yeah, just follow and you can keep up on all that news. But for today, let's go into our conversations from the Stories Foundation 5K. Welcome to the Retreat House Podcast where we gather at the table to hear each other's stories. I'm your host, Angie Smith, and I am so glad that you're here. Please pull up a chair and join us. Why don't you first say your name, and then we are talking about, since we're at the Stories Foundation 5K, how do we step toward fighting human trafficking? Sure. I'm Emily Face, um, and I guess for me what it looks like at at my house and at the level I can commit right now is um, listening to my friends who do have a passion to fight it head on and make mm-hmm. it their primary um, fight. Mm-hmm. So listening for opportunities for us to support them, um, that's our primary way of being involved. And then I guess through education, both my husband and I are always much more hyper aware of children and looking just like events, if children are comfortable with who they're with or if a child is left alone, like we never walk away, we never think somebody else is gonna take care of it type thing. So just like raising our awareness and education. Um, but yeah, so mostly One well, then this, I mean, you came out today yeah, to run. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So that's, yeah, that's totally what I mean. Just like partnering with people who are, who it is their primary passion and primary fight, you know? Yeah, I think that's great because I I think when you start learning about human trafficking, it can feel really big and overwhelming and Mm -hmm. what can I even do about it? Yes. So I love that those are doable steps for anybody to do. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Thank you. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Okay, well, I'm Tonya Crunchnabel and uh, um, for me, it's just an awareness that it actually does go on and it's actually going on in Minnesota right now and... 
And for me, who has a 13-year-old daughter, and that's the age where, I mean, some of these girls are trapped into these lifestyles, which as a mother, I just... It's horrifying. Oh, makes me sick to my stomach Mm -hmm. when I think about it. When I look at Lily and the innocence that she has, Mm -hmm. and that, um, and then it just makes me uh, more and more aware and also protective that I don't ever want that to be part of her experience. Mm -hmm. And then also aware that there are girls out there who don't have a mother figure or a mother like me that is looking out I'm looking out for my 13 year old and if you touch her there's trouble mama bear mama bear Mm -hmm. will Mm -hmm. come out and yes and and just be aware that um, that there are girls out there who are vulnerable who don't have a an older woman who's looking out for them Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. and that's that's kind of sad yeah yeah and I, I think that's a great and important first step to to not turn away from it because because it's horrifying to open yourself up to what's happening mm-hmm. with human trafficking. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a good first step for people to just not turn away and to become aware. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. So I am sitting down. We are at the Superhero 5K race for Stories Foundation, and I'm sitting down with Annalena Copeland, who is the, well, what is your title? for the food? You run the Freedom Truck. Yes. I think we call me Freedom Truck Manager. Okay. <laughs> we call me. Like freedom Truck Person. So tell us about the Freedom Truck. What, why the Freedom Truck and then what you do and what you serve. I brought a movie home called Chef. And yes. Yeah, we watched With that. With John Favreau. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Steph, Chris, and I, we all watched that. And at the end, we're kind of like, okay, so we want to do this cafe thing, but that's way too big. But food trucks are, like, all the rage right now. Mm-hmm. And could we make that our in-between step? So it's working out our business plan, making sure that mm-hmm. everything works the way that we would want it to work in the cafe, but on a slightly scaled-back level. <laughs> um, it's by no means easy, but it's it's not, like, taking a big chunk all at once. So um, we use the food truck as sort of a constant fundraiser because we take donations on the truck we don't technically charge anyone we say up front that this is a suggested donation of whatever Mm -hmm. and all of the profit goes to fighting human trafficking in minnesota so people are made aware right from the beginning Mm -hmm. that we are a cause that it's a business doing good run by a nonprofit, and a lot of people give more than what is suggested Mm -hmm. So mm-hmm. it's working. <laughs> business plan is working. <laughs> yeah. And people, um, people have connected with us that probably would never have thought to research human trafficking or mm-hmm. they were interested before they knew about us. And then all of a sudden we have these fans. And Yeah, well, and it's kind of a out-of-the-box idea yeah. that, oh, I can go eat delicious food mm-hmm. and, and fight human trafficking. Yep. Yeah, they're going to spend their dollars anyway on lunch or dinner. If they're sitting at a brewery and we're parked outside, they're already there spending money. So if we just redirect those dollars to do something different. Mm-hmm. Um, so what does that look like to then take those dollars and fight human trafficking? Like practically, what does mm-hmm. that look like? We have a grant fund that we are trying to build up right now. So we're not just giving away what we make. So we have a little bit of a fund to work with. Mm-hmm. And then other nonprofits, I think 
um, locally to begin with will be able to apply to get a grant from us so that they can continue doing their work. So part of the money goes into that grant fund and then part of it goes into our restoration program, which is the job training and job skills work that we're going to be doing with the link. And do you, I thought at one point you had people working in the truck or volunteering in the truck who Uh, are survivors. We will. That's that's our plan. That's Um, the restoration program? Yes, that's the restoration program. And it's in partnership with the link. Um, So they will technically employ the women and we will be the job site. Okay. And then the more money that we can raise, the more people that they can employ too. Okay. And then in your food truck, I saw in one of your posts on Instagram, you can follow them on Instagram at Freedom Truck, is that it's a FedEx truck? Yeah. At its bones? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I have a couple pictures of it without our wrap on it, and Mm -hmm. they tried to, like, chip away the FedEx logo, probably to sell it off as a food truck, Mm -hmm. but you could still see the paint underneath, and (laughs) just one of those little boxes. I mean, you can still see the shape, the real... FedEx trucks driving around that are the same ones mm-hmm. that it's now our food truck. So yeah, that's awesome. And then what do you serve? Because I think Steph has shared a little bit of the story before, but mm-hmm. why don't you tell us about it? We serve what we like to eat okay. <laughs> <laughs> because we call ourselves the freedom truck. We have that flexibility to try new menu items and mm-hmm. um, not do things that don't work. And, uh, but our best seller is the falafels. Okay. I went and learned how to make authentic ones from some great Lebanese women and um, So cool. Yeah, so they're they're real and they taste good. <laughs> I'm quite sick of them. Right. <laughs> but that was three square meals of falafels. Oh, falafels. <laughs> yeah. I, I live, eat, breathe, prepare, sweat. Falafel. Falafel. <laughs> so Nice. And then where can people go to find out where... Because you guys are all over the Twin Cities, aren't you? Yes. We don't serve in Minneapolis okay. because we need a different license for that. But we do serve in St. Paul and in a lot of the suburbs. Um, there's an event calendar on our website. And people can sign up to volunteer on those events as well. Um, yes. You need volunteers, right? Oh, yeah. There's a big call mm-hmm. for volunteers right now. Yep. Yes. Uh if someone was to volunteer, what what would be expected of them? We kind of have three different positions. So we need to prep the food before we take it to the event. And then we need to serve the food out of the truck. And we need to take payment from people. So those are kind of the three positions. Um, prepping food happens during the week, usually in the afternoons um, at Grace Point Church in New Brighton they are letting us use their licensed kitchen for free it's been a game changer for us to be able to that's awesome yeah have a place to store our stuff and a place to prep and a dishwasher that's where my in-laws go my in-laws go to that church that's very cool I didn't know that so we use their kitchen to prep uh, and then serving out of the food truck we typically expect volunteers to show up like half an hour before the event starts so that we can be prepared to start serving right right away um, and events range anywhere from two hours to I think the longest we did one we did was nine hours yeah uh, it was the Anoka food truck festival wow. that just was all day <laughs> <Crazy>. long <Yeah. laughs> that's a lot of falafels that I I got 
like um, my hands started to swell up on on the tendon lines because I had used the falafel press fifteen hundred times. Like oh, that my action, gosh. my thumb just kind of oh <laughs> wanted to leave me. Um, but that's the longest one we've ever done, and we don't have many of that type of event on the books. They're mostly two hours for over lunch or at a at a microbrewery. Yeah. Yep, coming up in August, we'll be at two different breweries that I know of. Lake Monster is on the 6th, and Omni Brewing up in Maple Grove is on the 21st. So those ones are in the evening for like four hours. But And do you run the truck year-round? We have to stop when the snow comes. Okay. And then we have to wait until the snow leaves. Oh, okay. Because that truck... It's not good in the it's snow. <laughs> <laughs> I've driven it once in snowy conditions, and I did not like it. Um, and then, you know, Minnesotans decide that once once it gets to fall and it's like 50 degrees, then they all go inside. Yeah. And then when it's spring and it's 37 degrees, they all come back outside. Right. <laughs> so they don't really like to stand in the snow waiting for food. So we just right. decide to not do that. But that's why we need our building. Right. So that we can continue to employ these women doing other catering events and like cafe style um, in our building throughout the winter because it would just be really sad to start employing them like in September and then not be able to continue in November have to say okay sorry gotta wait another six months to keep doing this so that's why we're pushing for a building so hard right now so we can get that started great so then they can find out more information at storiesfoundation.org mm-hmm. is that yep. right and yeah. go under the freedom truck yep there's a whole page and the menu's on there and there's a volunteer form to fill out and there's also a request form if people want to oh yeah if they could ha- they want to have it at their office yep. or mm-hmm. whatever or their microbrew I don't know if I have microbrewers listening to the <laughs> podcast but you might yeah you never you know do. you should have the freedom truck yes <laughs> Well, thank you, Annalena. Thank you for telling us more about the truck and for all that you're doing to make it possible for other people to join in the fight. Yeah, we can't do this alone. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to the Retreat House podcast. Any links mentioned in the show can be found in the show notes. We want to thank Isaac Turley for his music at the beginning and end of the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, and we'll see you next week on the Retreat House Podcast. Mm-hmm.